pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better and cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the Solomon's they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, sing 
Casting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Was that back in the 30s, in Depression? I was born 32, so the, I guess 35, 36. Mm-hmm. Well, 30, 1935, I remember my mother playing the guitar and singing. When did you first start making up songs? Just not long after that, but I hid them and burned them and threw them away, you know. But uh, the first one that I have kept, I was 12 years old, and I wrote poems, songs, short stories, uh, drew pictures, a little of everything, uh, to keep my grades way down to C and D until they clamped down on me. But uh, I went to the Air Force after I graduated from high school, and uh, it was in Germany in the Air Force. In the bitter winter in January, a blizzard was raging. I had $5 in my pocket. I walked the five miles to Landsberg and bought a $5 German guitar. It had no name, but that's how I got my start. I was 21. And uh, I'd written several, well, countless songs up to then, but. Uh, 
I had the tunes here, you know, no accompaniment. You were singing one uh, back there in the dressing room, one about the, the, the Mississippi flood, was it, 1937? Yeah. That you wrote. Oh, we were in that. Sing just a little bit of that. All right. My daddy sat on the front steps of the house and watched the water rising from the levee breaking. Five steps, and every day he would say, well, it's over another step. And Mama would say, how high is the water? And he'd say, well, it's two, three, four, five feet high and rising. When it was five, he had to get out, swam to the, to the road. How high is the water, Mama? I wrote this 25 years later. Two feet high and rising. How high is the water, Papa? She said it's two feet high and rising. We can make it to the road in a homemade boat. That's the only thing we got left that'll float. It's already over all of wheat and oats. Two feet high and rising. How high is the water, Mama? Three feet high and rising. How high is the water, Papa? She said it's three feet high and rising. Well, the hives are gone, I lost my bees. Chickens are sleeping in the willow trees. Cows in water up past her knees, three feet high and rising. How high is the water, Mama? Four feet high and rising. How high is the water, Papa? She said it's four feet high and rising. Hey, come look through the window pane. The bus is coming, gonna take us to the train. Looks like we'll be blessed with a little more rain. Four feet high and rising. How high is the water, Mama? Five feet high and rising. How high is the water, Papa? She said it's five feet high and rising. Well, the rails are washed out north of town. We gotta head for higher ground. Can't come back till the water goes down. Five feet high and rising. He said it's five feet high and rising. And welcome back, fuckers. Maybe not. <laughs> there you go. And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. V Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Yeah, it's about five feet high and rising. Mm -hmm. Really is. Shit's getting deep. Mm -hmm. Old Joe's headed. I, I got a feeling we're going to hear by Friday. I, I, I don't want to call Friday. I got a feeling in the near future we're going to hear. Joe Biden saying, I'm going to resign from office. Mm. Got a feeling. Got a feeling it's coming. We'll see. We shall see. I don't think it's a we shall see thing. This is, it's going to be the difference between can I write my own part in or do I go to jail for the rest of my life? Because honestly, when you boil all of this down, what did Devin Archer's testimony prove today? Proved two things. First of all, you guys were right again. All of you were right again. That's El Numero Uno. The second one is that we've all been right, that the guy, government has been lying to us since day one. Oh, oh yeah. Since day one. About everything. 
for our entire lives. They haven't told the truth about a fucking thing. And it's high time. I think it's about time now that we all step up and we, we put an end to this because this is some bullshit. This is some straight up. It's just bullshit. Everything they talk about is crap. That's what Hungary did to Sweden this, this week. Did you hear about that? At the uh, Sweden was supposed to uh, join NATO, and oh yeah, they kicked them in the dick. Hungary yeah. boycotted yeah. the entire thing. So said they, no. They they literally couldn't vote because there weren't enough people there. Yep. So Hungary said nope, nope. We're we're not provoking Russia anymore by letting Sweden in. Um, and they they stood up and well, they just didn't go. They said not good there. on them. Yeah, good, good on, on them. them. Absolutely. Stop this world new world order bullshit. Yep. That's going all NATO is is the new world order on steroids. That's all it is. Absolutely. You bought in your your because listen, one of the one of the biggest problems, okay. You want to know why a lot of countries, a lot of a lot of people used to ask me all the time, why don't more countries get involved in NATO? Well, the number one reason is this when you agree to be a NATO country, you automatically switch all of your currency over to the US dollar. Did you realize that? Not for long. That is a part of the NATO treaty that you have to switch all your currency in your economy unless it's already traded on the open world market. You have to trade all, turn all of your currency all over to American dollars. That's what made the American dollar as strong as it was. Well, except that, I mean, you don't have to turn your currency over to it because the no, EU, you just have to pay in it. But you have to you have to use it for the SWIFT system. So if Correct. you're going to buy something on um, any market, then you have to buy with U.S. dollars. But Correct. Like regular people on the street still use whatever, whatever the current local currency is. Um, but they we're using the euro, and in Europe they went back to the pound. But which makes sense because now they're not paying the new world order fees. But it's well, fine. Because they're still yeah. new world order stooges. They are actually. Um, speaking of, check this out. This was in the UK. This was. Uh, I wonder if they pay more on the pound than they do on the euro. This dude's based in England. No, no, I'm dead serious. Like, I wonder if they pay pay more to the new world order via the the euro than they do the pound. Probably. I wonder why. That's why they switched. Weird. Still, because they're new world order stooges. But yeah. Maybe King Charles will put them back. Who knows? But check this out. This guy's awesome. Buy anything. I'm going to buy some strawberries and I'm offering exactly the right amount of money here on the help desk. So you people take that money, £1.90, and I will take my strawberries outside. You can't take that. 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 You can not take that you can not take that you can not take that Okay. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Because you should be able to, one you should be able to spend your yeah, one here, come on. You should be able to spend wherever you want. This is an absolute joke. You want one, mate? Thank you. So what did they want him to pay with? That's my question. So it's it's one of the um it's like a Whole Foods or an Amazon store. I, I actually 
encountered one when we were at the airport on our way back from Jamaica, when uh, Connor and I went to go get something to to eat or a snack or something when we were in between air, you know, at, at our uh, layover. And you put your credit card in to walk in the door there. And, uh, and it tracks your face, your biometrics, and it checks everything that you pick up and it charges you for it when you walk out. Exactly. That was the look I had on my face. I was like, I do not want to do this. But the fucked up thing was because Connor and I went in together, right? And I put my credit card in and it, and it tracked my biometrics, but Connor carried almost everything out. So it only charged me $3 for like 20 bucks worth of stuff. Fuck them, so, you know. Fuck them. I was like, okay, it like it charged me for I think the bottle of water, which was fucking three dollars. <laughs> of course. And um and yeah, and then it was you know like he he like he's my kid. I make him carry everything. Of course, that's he's a six and a six foot two freaking teenager. So what did Literally he get charged? Why I birthed him. He didn't charge any. He didn't get charged anything because he walked in right behind me when the the gate opened like literally right on my tail and he didn't put his credit card in, but that's what they want you to do. Now you either have to pay with like with your biometrics, with the chip in your hand or with your, your debit card. Nope. Or, nope. Um, nope. 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 Now nope. in China, no, this is fun. You know, in China, everything's connected to the Wii app, which, you know, Elon's new X app. He wants it basically to be like the, the Wii app over in China. But in China now, if um, say you, you get a speeding ticket, okay? They don't send you a ticket if they catch you speeding, which they will because there's literally cameras everywhere and it tracks you everywhere you go. They just take the money out of your account. Just straight up, catch you speeding, fines deducted from your account, period. Yeah, no, no appeal, nope. no going to court. Nope, nope just nope. Eight, nope. just nope. out it goes. We're, we're trying to do the same thing in America. Stop. Yeah. Look at all the speed zone fucking cameras now. Look Absolutely. at all the bullshit where you're getting a ticket from Tennessee yep. when it's not even in the state in which you live. Yep. See, I think that's bullshit. Yeah. I think if you're going to fucking buy into one of those fucking systems for your state and you want all your school zones monitored by a camera, fine. Put the fucking building in Georgia. Yep. Don't put it in Tennessee because I'm not going to follow some dickhead in Tennessee that tells me that I broke the law in Georgia. Fuck you. That's and, literally and you, and you fuck can't even, you. You can't even appeal it. You can't. They just they nope. It's a hundred bucks. You can't appeal it. Period. I'm a mile over the in the speed zone in the school zone, and they charge you. I got off. I got off of several of mine because they had the wrong license plate, mm -hmm. and they sent me the ticket somehow. Well, that's because they had. I talked to one of our friends that was um, in the police department at the time, and he said they had a cop that got shot in the head during an incident, and the only and they didn't like he didn't want to you know go out on medical for the rest of his life or whatever. So the only job that they had for him was to process the speeding tickets off the speeding cameras. Um, off the red light cameras and the dude was so fucked up from getting shot in the head that he messed up more tickets than he got right <laughs> well yeah <laughs> anyway anyway it, it's really funny too when they send you a ticket and they've got your they've got everything they think they got they got you to the fucking like curb like i mean you're pinned to the wall right and then you say well that's not my car it's great and everything but that's not my car yeah and they're like, oh, shit. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oops. Anyway. Oh, well, uh, 
check this one out. This is where we are. And I'm not sure I, um, I'm 100% on the whole, on the Trump thing in part of this, but it's, uh, it's a good synopsis as to where we are. Or why we're in on the Great Reset. That, well, almost everyone. There's one guy who's got the power to do something to stop it, and you know exactly where I'm going. And they made a mistake. They tried to get Trump on their side, so they invited Donald Trump to Davos, I think a couple of times. But in January, when Donald Trump, I think, really began to see the beast that he was up against, he went to Davos, yeah, to the World Economic Forum, and he stuck a mega finger in their eye. We're committed to conserving the majesty of God's creation and the natural beauty of our world. But to embrace the possibilities of tomorrow, we must reject the perennial prophets of doom and their predictions of the apocalypse. These alarmists always demand the same thing, absolute power to dominate, transform, and control every aspect of our lives. We will never let radical socialists destroy our economy, wreck our country. Two days after Donald Trump gave that speech, the 89-year-old leftist weirdo billionaire George Soros made an emergency intervention where, at Davos once again, warning that the U.S. 2020 election will determine the, quote, fate of the whole world. Now, in the context of Davos, take a look at this one more time. This is a month after Donald Trump addressed Davos and stuck the MAGA finger in their face. Here's what Francis, the Vatican, and Jeffrey Sachs had to say in response. And it is a dangerous country right now. It will be absolutely dangerous if Trump wins re-election. Trump wins re-election. Trump wins re-election. Francis invited this guy to the, to the Amazon Senate as an honored guest and advisor. He's also Bernie Sanders' advisor. What's he doing in the Vatican? Why is this guy who is a promoter for socialist, out and out socialist, Bernie Sanders, what's he doing advising the Pope? Why does he have entree to the Vatican, friends? Sachs supports abortion and contraception, but that's not a problem for the Vatican. For the Vatican, for Pope Francis, and for his friends at the UN, Donald Trump is the problem, obviously, friends. Clearly, I consider the Trump administration a danger to the world, but I regard it as a purely temporary phenomenon that will disappear in 2020. Do you get it? Do you see why there's so much hate for Trump? Because with all of his faults, again, he's the capitalist. He's not the globalist. He never will be one of them, which is why he pulled the United States out of the Paris Climate Agreement. Donald Trump pulled the United States out of the World Health Organization. That's Bill Gates and company. And now he's threatening to pull the United States out of the World Trade Organization. People say, yeah, well, Donald Trump got married twice. He's a bad guy. Really? <laughs> he's right in the face of the demons on this, friends. Nobody ever said he was a saint. He's knocking the sacred cows of the United Nations down all over the world right now. The General Assembly routinely votes 185 against the United States on almost everything right now. And you remember, speaking of the United Nations, in November of 2019, again, right before COVID landed, Trump went to the UN, on the floor of the General Assembly, and he declared war on globalism. Wise leaders always put the good of their own people and their own country first. The future does not belong to globalists. 
The future belongs to patriots. And shortly after the speech at the U.N., Donald Trump delivered, what do you think happened? The coronavirus was unleashed on the world, and Trump's booming U.S. economy went on life support. Do you think that was an accident? So when they tell you, when they tell all of us to stay home, wear your mask so grandma doesn't get sick, please understand what's really going on here. They don't care about your grandmother. They don't care about old people, these people. They don't care about babies. They want them aborted so that they can save the common home. Abort babies, millions of them all over the world. They don't care about babies. They don't care about old people. In fact, if you want to save your grandma, tell the globalists to stay the hell away from her. You remember how some of them, like Cuomo and characters like this, were running COVID recovering patients through nursing homes? That's how much they care about grandma. And the name of the game now is to bring the United States economy to its knees, get it out of the way, so that everyone will want the Great Reset. Make the new normal so intolerably abnormal that even you and I, maybe, you know, at some point in the near future, will be begging for the vaccines because we'll be driven crazy by that point. Begging for whatever else is going to keep us safe, according to our jailers and our handlers and our zookeepers, you see? That's what they want. That's why they keep using this term, new normal. You know what we do to fight back? Go to work. Go back to school. If you're healthy, take off the mask. And for heaven's sake, go back to church and pray that Trump wins in November. That's what the reset was on. That's what the Russia hoax was all about. That's what, that's what the, the uh, impeachment hoax was all about, don't you see? For four years, I've been trying to stop this man because if he strengthens America, if he makes it great again, if he brings the economy back again, the reset won't happen. The new world order is going to be set way back. Who knows when they're going to have another COVID opportunity like this one again, and they know it. So ask yourselves why they hate this man. These folks, these men, they hate God. They hate the unborn. They hate the traditional family. They hate you. And they hate Donald Trump, whose political opponents, by the way, right now are knocking statues of saints to the ground. They're beating up cops, and they're burning flags. <laughs> you say you don't like Trump. I'm sorry, friends, but who cares? That doesn't really matter anymore. But you think of Trump's personality or his tweets. Look at the big picture. The choice is simple, friends. Stand with America right now or fall with the new world order in the not-so-distant future. There's no other choice. I'm Michael Matt for Remnant TV, and we'll see you next week. No, no, no. no he, had, he was really good right up to the end there. Mm-hmm. Stand with the new world order now. No, he said stand with America listen, or stand with the new world order. Listen. Stand with the new world order now and die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Stand with America now, and you might die tomorrow. However, you might also live for eternity, because mm-hmm. this might be the one fight that we're supposed to stand up for. There is no end. We we just we got to do it. We got to do something. This this is where we're at. Mm-hmm. Let's let's be honest about this. Our lawmakers are corrupt. Okay. Let's just lay it out for what it is, what everybody else won't talk about. Our lawmakers are corrupt. We can't trust the voting system anymore. 
uh, here down down here in Georgia just today, just heard that Brad Rathensberger is going to increase the fines and the penalties for fucking with a, an election. Good job, Brad. Is he going to pay them? Um, Brad, are are you actually going to enforce it? I mean, if he did, he'd be stuck paying a whole shit ton of fines since he was the one that fucked with the last election. I was about to say, or he'll be in jail. Mm-hmm. What do you want to bet? He gets clemency, whatever. But we 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 can't trust elections anymore. We can't trust that our vote's actually going to count. How are they running? So, and the reason I ask this, and the reason I say that for all of you doubters, to include you, uh, rumble bitch that I'll get to in just one second because this is all tied up in the same rant. But I'll deal with your cunt ass in just one second. But everybody else, how is it? that we consider ourselves adults yet we don't like doing adult things don't get me wrong there are days i don't like adulting i really don't i don't like getting up there are days that but how is it that we already have a generation that's already saying that Mm -hmm. asking because there's got to be an answer to that question that is the problem with our society That's where we've gone off the rails. You want to know where the problem is? The problem is this. For instance, we all consider ourselves adults here, correct? Yep. Every one of us considers ourselves an adult. And the reason that I know that is because just to get in the chat, just to watch the show, you have to be above a certain age or you have to say you're above a certain age. Okay? In which case, fuck you. Tough shit. We have put enough warnings in our shit. We have more warnings out there than most shows do because I am not going to crib my speech for some stupid bitch that says, huh, real cunny like, huh, nice language. Well, you fucking cunt. Let me put it to you this way. You're an adult, right? Yet you're such an adult. Some words set you off. Hmm. Very adult of you. Very adult of you. Now that I've proven that you're nothing but a fucking carrot, please go seek life elsewhere. And I hope we grew on you yesterday because now I hope you're listening to this and now you feel very sheepish. Please take your ass and just go away. Don't go away mad. Just go away. There was a reason I did it this way because I wanted to get my message across because I believe you did catch on towards the end, but that's neither here nor there. Outside of that, back to what we were talking about that, this all applies. This type of thing, that type of conversation, the fact that she's, she claims she's an adult. So do all of you. Tell me something. I, I don't. How many times in a restaurant did you turn around and tell somebody, hey, my kids are here. Could you keep your mouth shut? Because you're cussing every two seconds. Or did you just tell your son, look, it's free country. Because that's what I do. That that That's what I look at my kid. When my kids look at me and go, dude, that guy is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also a free country. Mm-hmm. You don't have to conform when you start cribbing just that's what we call it 
in law enforcement, they call it cribbing rights. When they start cribbing your rights, and it doesn't mean they're actually taking the rights away, but when somebody walks up to you, another free pure-blooded American walks up to you and looks at you and says, can you stop what you're saying? No. Do you think you should? It's like the lady who's scared of Seamus because he looks scary. But But that's what we're talking about here. That's what people are worried about. Everything this guy just said was people were scared of Donald Trump because he didn't fit the mold of the new world order. We loved him for that. And they couldn't bully him. We loved him for that because we finally met. We found somebody that we could put in the ring and would win. We backed a winner. Because there was nothing they could do to this man. As long as he didn't corrupt himself, there was nothing they could do to him. And we knew that. That's why we backed him. That's why we believed it. All the way down to our bones. And then then they pulled all of that shit. And everything that guy just said is absolutely right. They rigged everything. When you tell me that there can't be a conspiracy that big, bullshit, I can't say that all of that shit just happened to fall in line with the stars all of a sudden, suddenly evolve. There's no way in hell. I've seen a lot of shit all of a sudden fall in the line of the stars. I never seen some shit like that. That's so many moving pieces. Get the fuck out of here. Period. There is nothing to follow to that. It's just get the fuck out of here. You know, last night at the dinner table, we, we've started letting our children speak at dinner now that our older son is 16 and they both generally eat their dinners now. We didn't used to let them talk at the dinner table because they'd spend all time talking and not actually eating, but now they're pretty good about it. So, uh, oh, they're all right. They're the, the kids asked me if I'd ever been bullied. They asked both of us actually. And then they were like, oh yeah, dad, you got bullied. But they asked me if I'd ever been bullied. And I said, well, I didn't let myself be bullied. What do you mean? I said, well, bullying takes an aggressor and a victim. And if you refuse to play either role, then if you're not going to play their games, then you can't be bullied. Um, I refuse to play the victim. Donald Trump refused to play the victim. But the problem, one of the biggest problems with all of society today and it's not just kids it's adults too it's the karens out there it's the the soy boys it's the all of them they all they all play the victim they're not actually victims they play the victim card because think they think it's going to get them somewhere because it has society panders to it cisco I worked in the Pentagon. The first day I was at work in the Pentagon, the colonel that I was working for at the time called me in his office. And he goes, I know you're not used to an environment like this. He said, but understand that I just heard you use the word fuck 26 times in one sentence. I said, in your fucking point. He said, well, this is a professional environment. I said, well, that's fucking great, but we're at war. 
I might be back here on the disabled list because I can't go pull a trigger and kill somebody, but I'm going to do my damn, damn sure to make sure that the fucking job gets done and the people downrange get supported. And the Colonel just said, <coughs> okay, you see how this is going to be. I said, I'm not changing for anybody. And if they don't want to change, well, that's tough on them, but they've got to understand we're not at the fucking time where it's time to be fucking nice and sweet and pretty and coy. I don't fucking care. Yeah. And I walked out of his office with my ass still intact. And it was the first time that I ever talked to a feel great officer that way. But who the fuck I mean, are you to sit there and count the number of times I used a word in a fucking sentence? Who are you? What are you? What are you fucking Jesus? Are you Jesus? Are you a water walker? If you are not a water walker, don't you dare open your mouth and judge me. Because I'll be fucking goddamned to sit here and take words from a person who casts stones at a glass house when he himself resides in a glass house. Mm-hmm. The people that tell you the truth are the people you never want to hear. And normally they use bad language. Just saying. So you can just fuck right off. Anyway, they're still coming after Trump. Obviously that video was from just before the election 2020 and, uh, you know, but just because Trump supposedly lost or did not continue to occupy the executive branch of this administration. Um, they haven't stopped. So yeah, they're, they're, they're still, there's, I'm just let this speak for itself. Just let it go. Sometimes you don't have to Absolutely, do it. Andrea. So this is the first day of a three week waiting period. As you know, we've been watching the Fulton County Courthouse very closely over the past two and a half years, but we're going to be watching it especially closely over the next three weeks. And that's because uh, Fonnie Willis has made it clear, or given really the strongest indication yet that she suspects that she intends to announce uh, her charging decisions in this three week period. She put out a letter to law enforcement uh, earlier this year, essentially saying, hey, be ready for these three weeks. We want to make sure security is tight. I'm having most of my employees work from home. And she's asking judges not to schedule any in-person uh, trials or hearings during this time. So that's certainly the closest indication that, along with the fact that we have orange barricades that have not been lined up in front of the Fulton County Courthouse, that they're certainly preparing for an announcement in the next few weeks. But all of this comes as we get a bit of breaking news today, Andrea. As we know, uh, as we've been getting closer and closer to any sort of announcement, the former president, former President Trump and his legal team, have been pushing back, really trying to disqualify this entire process, to stop this entire process. Well, a judge today knocked down yet another attempt that his legal team made to do so. So they've made a filed a three motions, essentially, to quash the special grand jury report and to disqualify the Fulton DA from investigating. The Georgia Supreme Court shot down attempt number one a few days ago. Attempt number two was shot down just this morning, and that likely could possibly nullify attempt number three. So certainly a 
hit for uh, for the Trump legal team. Now, in their process, what this means, Andrea, is that the judge rules that you know if she makes her decisions, when she makes her announcements, there's nothing standing in the way of that. But what's interesting is that the Trump team really tried to get in on the front end of this before any sort of charging decisions were announced, and they tried to discredit the entire process. In their filing, they pointed to a number of media appearances. They pointed to the interview that aired right here on MSNBC, that nearly 45-minute interview that I did with Emily Kors, a special grand jury four-person, saying that the fact that so many people were speaking publicly about this discredits this. But a judge shot that down. I want to read you a little bit of what he wrote in his uh, opinion today. He said, the district attorney's office has been doing a fairly routine and legally unobjectionable job of public relations in a case that is anything but routine. So in the sense that Trump's attorneys tried to point to her media appearances here on MSNBC and elsewhere, saying that, you know, that kind of show she should be disqualified. The judge has made it clear he has no problem with this and she should proceed as planned. Andrea. And Tim Hafey, I want to play parts of uh, that call between former President Trump and Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, uh, because it was highlighted, as you know, as you did with the January 6th committee after your investigation. But the ballots are corrupt, and you're going to find that they are, which is totally illegal. It's, it's, it's more illegal for you than it is for them, because you know what they did, and you're not reporting it. That's a, you know, that's a criminal, that's a criminal offense. So, look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have. Because we won the state. So, Tim, you know, how difficult is that recording for Trump's legal defense team as they prepare for this possible indictment? Yeah, Andrea, I've heard that recording. When you don't cut it, when you listen to the whole thing, it's not a problem at all, actually. Yeah. When you don't like, you know, copy and paste and cut little bits here and and make it sound like. It's the end of the world because mm -hmm. it's not the end of the world. No. When they play the whole thing. That's why that's their problem. They yeah. won't do that. So fuck them. Not on MSNBC, they won't. And I don't give a fuck what that jackass has to say. Um, Is it bad in Fulton? No. Not yet. Not yet. Nope. Those orange barricades in front of the courthouse are literally just Whatever. their show. It, they this are, is all they're trying to draw. You know, you know what I'm thinking is going to happen here. The problem is, is they did it in Fulton County. That's the other problem. The other problem is they did it in Fulton County. Yeah, because believe it or not, there is a large part of Fulton County that is actually very red. Mm -hmm. And um they're going to put this in front of a grand jury. Grand juries, remember, they'd be anywhere between uh, 12 and 64 people on a grand jury sitting there hearing it. They've got to get a passing agreement that what Trump did is wrong. Yeah, but the thing is with the grand jury is that it's only the prosecution. Exactly, exactly. There's no defense, evidence. but the problem is, is that the red people that they get, there's a lot of red people that are still in Fulton County that they're getting that are saying no. They've already put it in front of a grand jury three times. Yeah. Three times they've gotten a no and vote every single no. time. Yeah, absolutely not. And it was resounding. So they're just keep they trying. only have a couple more times that they can do it before in the state of Georgia, you can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're just going to drum up some new charges, something different, something else. Whatever. Yeah, but by then the mm -hmm. statute of limitations will be well, well past. Here's a, here's here's a, the Don fighting back.
not letting himself get bullied. Former President Donald Trump remained defiant on the campaign trail this weekend, blasting the latest charges against him and denying any wrongdoing amid mounting legal challenges. Yeah, reporting on this is ABC's M. Wynn. This morning, Donald Trump's legal team bracing for a possible new federal indictment over the former president's alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election. Special counsel Jack Smith leading a wide-ranging investigation into the January 6th attack on the Capitol, meeting with Trump's team last week, a clear indicator that criminal charges could come any day now. These are ridiculous indictments. Trump bashing his latest legal issues, including two new charges of obstruction of justice in the classified documents probe. Smith accusing Trump of trying to delete security camera footage at Mar-a-Lago last year, just days after a draft subpoena for footage at the Florida residence had been sent to his attorney. That is quintessential consciousness of guilt, which shows that he knew what he was doing was wrong. It just gets worse for him. In that superseding indictment against Trump, Smith accuses the former president of directing two staff members to destroy security camera evidence. One of the men, Carlos de Oliveira, who's the head of... Yeah, so uh, they actually indicted this janitor, Carlos... De La Riviera. De La Riviera today yep. um, for not erasing the Maintenance video. Maintenance at Mar-a-Lago is due in court today whatever stupid thing um they're saying that because it's not deleted correct it's not deleted they're literally they actually saying, have it they're saying that he tried to delete it and that trump gave him orders to do so but he didn't actually delete it so they're indicting him for not doing something i i don't know how do you get in when tyranny becomes law rebellion becomes duty uh-huh it's all i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it from now on that's it and the tree of liberty must re be refreshed with the blood of tyrants must be reminding everybody oh. right now must be refreshed with the blood of tyrants and patriots but it must be refreshed well, oh, so um, the, the guy that from Remnant TV, I think his name's in the chat there. Um, you know, he said that uh, they didn't know when they'd get a chance to do this COVID thing again, except they're, they're still beating, they're beating a dead horse. Okay. I want you to listen to this one. Well, the, the crazy part was we were listening to the news this morning. Mm-hmm. And well, she wasn't, I was the today show. No, because so, that's what this is from. Oh yeah. I know what that one is, mm -hmm. but we were watching on the local news oh, and yeah, they, I was they, for that. they were saying this morning, cause two schools started in our area this morning and uh, kids are already going back to school. Yes, folks. That's what happens down here in the South. Our kids start Wednesday. Um, BC started today. Kids old school started today. And uh, so the Catholic school started today and uh, Chatham County starts tomorrow and Bryan County starts Wednesday. So there's a bunch of local schools that are starting. They were talking about shots. Oh yeah. Vaccinations. Mm -hmm. and they were talking about how everybody's going to have to get the RSV COVID and flu. No. Combination vaccine this N year. No. 
Yeah. Well, the oh, and by the way, don't worry about it. There haven't been any listed side effects because nobody's ever been given all three together. So don't worry about it. They feel that it's going to be okay. Absolutely. That's your government. The the new director of the CDC is some Mandy What's Her Nuts that replaced Rochelle Walensky. Um, she <laughs> Mandy What's Her Nuts. <laughs> She, uh, she said that um, <laughs> Mandy, what's her nuts? they're going to start rolling. I can't remember last name. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> she said, what's her nuts? Um, they're going to start rolling out the COVID vaccine on it on an annual basis. So get ready for your annual COVID shot with your annual flu shot and your annual RSV shot all rolled into one. And they are also switching everything over to mRNA vaccines. We'll get to that in a second. Let's start with this. This was this is from today's show. You know you guys are excited. See crews like this one responding to heart problems is a matter of life and death. We've just been called out to a report of a cardiac arrest at convalescent hospital. Since the COVID-19 pandemic began, LA County paramedics say they've been busier than ever with calls like this one, transporting a cardiac arrest patient. County health officials have tracked notable increases in cardiac arrests and heart attacks since the pandemic began. And experts say it's part of a broader trend. A national study from Cedars-Sinai Hospital shows that deaths related to heart attacks increased across every age group since the spring of 2020. But the group that saw the biggest increase isn't who you'd might think. Yep. What, what happened in the spring of 2020? Uh, COVID, the jab rolled out. Um, actually, COVID rolled out in the spring of 2020. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me, uh, I want to back this up just. Okay. You do. I want to get back to that, that slide. Uh, you got to play. Just across every Okay, so if you see here, okay, they are, they're saying that here's where it started to increase, right? They can't see your arrows. You have to okay, so they're saying that, that it started to increase here in the spring of 2020, this excess mortality here, right? This, um, so here, age 25 to 44, and it's it's hard to see this. All right. And then it, it went up, but it peaked, it peaked right here. Okay. And well, it's continuing to peak here. You, you know what this is right here? The jab. That's the jab. Okay. This also, that's the jab. This, the jab. that's the jab. That is each rollout of each COVID shot. All right. So here. So what we're looking at is all the way to the right on the graph, yep. the last four, each one is a COVID rollout jab. Every dot you see there is a COVID rollout jab yep. and an indicator for when we know, Hey, mort mortality was way higher than it used to be. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sure is. Yep. But we'll, we'll keep going. Listen to what they say. Age group since the spring of 2020, no. but the group that saw the biggest increase isn't who you'd might think. Young people are obviously not really supposed to die of heart attack. But the relative increase in heart attack associated deaths among 25 to 44 year olds was a staggering 30% more than the increase. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna roll this back just a second because then, or 
four Five seconds. Five to 44-year-olds was a staggering. Okay, <laughs> here we go. So now you can see the dates, okay? March 2021, that was a jab rollout. April to September 2021, that was a jab rollout. October to March 2022, that was a jab rollout. Those are those are also all quarters in a fiscal year. Uh-huh. So they're doing it by quarter, but you see how it goes up. Yep. Right? Yeah. 30% more than the increase in middle and older age groups, which ranged between 15 and 20%. Paramedic Romeo Robles noticed an uptick with each COVID surge in the South LA community he serves. Yeah, surprisingly, like people my age where we would find them in cardiac arrest. So why the spike in heart problems along with each pandemic wave? Dr. Susan Chang, a co-author of the Cedars-Sinai study, is concerned about the COVID connection. There are a lot of things that COVID can do to the cardiovascular system. It uh, appears to be able to increase the likelihood of blood clot formation. It seems to stir up inflammation in the blood vessels. It seems to also cause, in some people, an overwhelming stress that can also cause a spike in blood pressure. Experts are still working to figure out why young people are so impacted. But Dr. Chang says it may be related to higher viral load exposure or an excess immune response in stronger immune systems. Studies show COVID-19 is also linked to a rare condition called myocarditis, the inflammation of the heart muscle itself. It can strike even young, healthy students like Demi Washington now a senior on the women's basketball team at Vanderbilt University. I just immediately started crying. After Washington came down with what felt like a mild case of COVID in late 2020, an MRI revealed unseen damage and stopped her from playing. And the fact that I could have played is kind of, you know, hard and scary to think about. She's now recovered and back to focusing on her rebounds. Washington's health scare came before she got vaccinated. Still, of course it did. It came before she got vaccinated. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. She got COVID before she got vaccinated. She got myocarditis after she got vaccinated. Some have pointed to rare instances of the vaccine causing myocarditis. Health experts say the virus itself is much more dangerous to your heart. The risk of heart injury, of myocarditis or pericarditis from the vaccine is so much lower than the risk from the COVID itself. Researchers only beginning to chart the long-term impacts the pandemic has on the heart while paramedics continue racing. Okay, let me explain to you how they are manipulating that data, okay? Because I've gone over this data and I've listened to some of the best doctors that have analyzed this data, including Dr. Peter McCullough. And oh, I think we talked to Dr. Fleming about this as well, okay? So your highest risk of getting myocarditis or pericarditis is after you've had at least two COVID shots and then you get COVID. Remember, the more COVID shots you get, the more likely you are to get COVID. So when they are investigating this, when they're looking at this data, they are only looking at data from a vaccinated group. But the ones that got myocarditis after they got COVID, they're saying that 
COVID caused it, right? Because you are more likely to get myocarditis if you've had vaccines and then you get COVID. COVID acts like a booster. That's what happened to Heather, which doesn't have myocarditis, I hope, but um, it exacerbates everything else. It turns your body into like a giant spike protein factory. It's like a booster on steroids if you get COVID after you've had the jabs. But they don't tell you that when they're analyzing this data, right? What they do, they get a set of data and they hand it to an analyst and the analyst says, what result do you want? You give me data and I can give you any result you want. Guess what, fuckers? If you guys are like me out there, you got two jabs, all right? And you didn't get any more. You heard the right on the wall. You said, yeah, I'm not doing this no more. Okay. Think about this for one second. And you started living a clean life. Like you've changed everything around. You're like, yeah, I got to change some shit because if I don't, I'm fucked. And you did that. Think about this for one second. We are fucking their numbers up so bad right now. Because we're still alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every day that you live, you're fucking their numbers up. I, I, I'm i sorry. Everybody that's like that. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's always in Texas. That's the, that's the other thing. If you, if you get COVID right after um, you get the jabs, if it's within two weeks of your last vaccination, that's still considered unvaccinated. Yeah, you have or to get the jab. Up yeah. to date on yep. your boosters, yep. that's considered unvaccinated. Again, another way they manipulate the data. You are much, 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 much like fifteen hundred percent more likely to get myocarditis after being vaccinated, whether or not you have COVID. Before or after, you are, f- I mean, literally more than a thousand times more likely to get myocarditis with the vaccine than without. Think about this really quick. Just, just from, just from my perspective, right? Okay. When your mom brought you or your brothers or your sisters to the doctor's office when they got chicken pox, hmm. did they give your mom another round of the vaccine? No. Why? Because you have chicken pox. You're building an immunity. Okay. So. No, no, no. I mean, did they give your mom? Not you. I'm talking about your mom. Well, back then they didn't have the chicken pox vaccine. They did. They did at the end. My question is, like at the end, when I'm talking about my generation and after. already exposed by you and or had had chicken pox before. And if you give them a vaccine on top of the exposure. You're you're guaranteeing shingles and everything else. Exactly. Uh, You're putting twice the virus in the body. So the point is this, right? So if they didn't do that for chickenpox, why is it when you go into a hospital right now, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, okay? If you go in under COVID protocol, okay, let's say you got COVID somehow. Why is it the first thing they do is give you a fucking... That's because they're trying to kill you. Exactly. That's it. That's it. That's exactly. Why do they give you a vaccine yeah. immediately rolling in the door? Yep. Yeah. Because they're trying to kill you. That's it. Anyway, let's let him keep going because it gets even better from here. To treat the damage. It's not just the elderly that are being affected. It's also people like ourselves who were previously healthy. 
Doctors like Susan Chang say they hope to make new strides toward understanding what exactly the link is between COVID and heart disease, and they're optimistic they'll learn more with time. They're starting to think that a COVID infection or reinfections could be considered a risk factor for heart disease in and of itself, though she says they have more work to do before knowing for sure. All right. Erin McLaughlin. Erin, uh, thank you. Joining us with more is NBC senior medical correspondent Dr. John Torres. I think we should start off with something that a lot of people think and I think needs to be cleared up. There are a lot of people who believe it is the COVID vaccine that causes heart issues, not go. COVID itself. Can you just clear and that COVID up? COVID itself, there's such a higher risk of getting a heart issue from COVID, especially myocarditis. Oh. And when you look at the statistics, myocarditis, you're 11 times more likely to get it from COVID itself than you are from the vaccine. When it comes to heart attacks, there's been no direct connection between the vaccine and heart attacks or cardiac Bullshit. arrest. There have been some reports, but those reports were usually somebody who had a heart attack the day after getting the vaccine, which means the vaccine really hadn't had time done its to thing. do anything. Whoa, did you hear that? Hold on, I'm going to back that up just a, a second there. You liar! And listen to how fast he's talking. Yeah. Arrest. There have been some reports, but those reports were usually somebody who had a heart attack the day after getting the vaccine, which means the vaccine really hadn't had even time to thing. do anything in their body. It's so interesting to see. You know how quickly. You! You liar! You know how quickly the spike protein spreads through your body? It doesn't just stay in your arm the way they initially said, okay? But when they tested the eight mice, the eight mice uh, off of which they authorized the bivalent booster, okay, eight mice, within 24 hours, it had, the spike protein had exponentially increased in their ovaries, specifically settled in their ovaries, but had spread throughout their entire body. It doesn't take any longer to get through your body than it does to get through a mouse's body. You know why? The reason that they tested on mice is because their vascular system is very similar to ours, Okay. Oh, there's some reports that people had a heart attack, but it was within 24 hours of getting the vaccine, so it couldn't have been the vaccine. Fucking moron. See that COVID clearly has an impact mm -hmm. on heart health. And that's regardless of age, but more pronounced in this younger group. Can you just explain that? So we do know that in, in the elderly, those that are older, you have more heart attacks overall, but the rate is increasing higher in this younger age group, which is a surprising factor. And years ago, when the pandemic first started years mm -hmm. ago, you know, three years ago, we thought of it as a respiratory virus. Then we started thinking of it. Oh, it could also be a vascular vi virus because mm -hmm. we know it affects the, the. Holy shit. Hold on one second. Mm -hmm. Let me go back here. Just I got to show this because this is is gayer than fucking AIDS. Hold on. I know I went back a little far, but I'm going to fast okay. forward. So don't worry. No, I just thought about it. And years ago, when pandemic first pause. started years ago, you know, three years ago, Is we it, thought of it as a respiratory. You, okay. So look at these two. Look at these two fucking dingbats. Yep. Look at these two holes. This is what we call a hole. All right. They're not really, they're there. They have, or they had the ability to produce kids, whether they have or had the ability or now, who knows? I, I think um, Hoda doesn't, but what's her nuts does? Because I remember seeing her pregnant on TV a couple of times. Savannah Guthrie. Yeah. What's her name? So anyway, these two twats, look at them. Jeez, doc. Look at how their bodies are. Well, Just because they are desperate to find out that 
they're not at risk of the vaccine. Correct. Not only that, but they're also desperate to push the narrative. Yeah. Because you know what they're looking at? Money. Every time that they're sitting like this in front of a doctor, Pfizer is paying them. Yep. Pfizer is paying them money. Yep. I know this is true. We're trying to get fucking proof of it. But let me tell you something that we've got, I might have a, my, one of our probably your second whistleblower coming out on this show and he may directly work for this company and he may be bringing the fucking proof with him. We'll see that Pfizer is paying her. This is really bad folks, because this completes the conspiracy circle. Now you have a full-blooded conspiracy. If these people are being paid by Pfizer. Like RFK Jr. Uh, outed Anderson Cooper said he was getting paid $20 correct. directly by Pfizer. Correct. Every time and people down. started looking into it. Yeah. Savannah Guthrie is making money from Pfizer. That's not a surprise. She is making <clears throat> hard currency from Pfizer. Now, why are they wearing sweaters? Why is fucking Hoda a good point? She had a, a, a big announcement or some shit the other day. I don't know what it was. I think she's planning on telling everybody she's either trans or she's battling cancer. Oh, she is probably has cancer. What I'm betting. But I mean rapid what, turbo onset. I, I mean, I get that I get that like this is a pretty thin shirt that she's wearing. Leopard print. Yeah. You, you know, can see her bra through Exactly. It. It's pretty thin. You know, and you know, it's air conditioned in there, but there but there's that that huge climate heat wave like the the earth is boiling remember nbc's got to keep their studios at 74 degrees camel right? uh, 78 in new oh, york city oh yeah new york city yeah, yeah. and camel toes carrying on about how everyone is like going on with their climate anxiety she was talking about that again today oh, um I, I did not pull it but because it was after i'd pulled the clips but i heard about it um climate anxiety but hoda's wearing a fucking wool sweater that's a little weird that is weird anyway let's let's let this jackass finish virus then we started thinking of it oh it could also be a vascular vi virus because mm -hmm. we know it affects the, the blood vessel linings themselves we talk about the inflammation the stress that goes behind this it's not a cold it is a bad virus well interesting in aaron's piece there was that young athlete who said she had mild covid symptoms it wasn't even like she had devastating covid symptoms does it matter if you have long covid versus mild symptoms and that's one of the other things it doesn't seem to matter at all because what we do think is happening is part of it's your immune response which can keep covid under control but at the same time it could just be overwhelming the system and causing these heart type issues the other thing is we don't know how long you're at risk for this and like she mentioned in her piece there it could be something that 10 20 30 years from now we're saying do you smoke do you have high cholesterol did you have covid oh. those are your risk factors for a heart attack that's what i'm wondering about because it's it's not like you have covid you recover and the next day these heart events happen mm -hmm. there can be the passage of time there can be the passage pause, of time and pause this pause this real quick because it's really funny the number the, the crazy number that we found anyway. really nuts okay that or at least i did i found absolutely crazy smokers 61% less of a chance of Actually, I want to contracting COVID. Did you know that? Did you know if you were a smoker and you were smoking pack a day, you were 61% less, you had 61% less of a chance of catching COVID. Oh, that's because it blocks your ACE2 receptors. Yeah. Hold on. I did want to let him finish because and I'm not at the very end here that I wanted him to. I'm, I'm not talking about smoking weed. I'm talking about smoking cigarettes. Yeah. 
I, I'm talking about you're 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 smoking the cowboy killers. Yeah. The coffin nails. Protect yourself from getting COVID. Hold on. I, I do. I want to let him finish this. Hold on. Because there's something at the end here that, that fucking pissed me off so much. Which means, you know, the things we know that can help. And us. is there anything you can do? I mean, if you've if you've had COVID and you're young and you're or you're curious, is there anything you can do? So number one, know your risk factors. Keep yeah. an eye on yourself, especially if you have a family history of heart disease or heart attacks. You know, keep an eye on yourself. If you notice any of the symptoms we talk about, you know, the chest pain, the shortness of breath, the arm pain, any of those things, then go ahead and get checked out. On top of that, make sure you're vaccinated and you're boosted because that can protect you the most we have protection right now from mm -hmm. if you do get COVID of keeping it at mild cases and under control mm -hmm. and then mask up. We know we don't like masks. It's and been three years of this, but at the same time, it's still out there and it's still causing some problems throughout the day. Masks don't work. They're pushing masks again. Vaccines, boosters, and masks all over again. And you know what? And now they're, they're concerned about a new COVID wave. You, you know what I'm pushing? I'm pushing masks. A new COVID wave. My mask is this. That's the mask I'm pushing. They're going to start pushing masks. I'm telling you all right now, they're playing this whole bullshit game. Okay. Okay. Over again. Let's do it. Let's and do it. They want to play games. Roll, they're going to roll. No, they're going to, they're going to say that all of these vaccine injuries are caused by this new COVID strain and everyone's got to wear a mask. And at the same time, now we have this um, C, C artist or whatever the fuck it is, a C, whatever that bacteria. It's now in 28 states. We talked about it a few months ago. Um, and uh, that's apparently um, resistant to all antibiotics and everything like that. And it's killing people over the place because they have no immune system. Okay. Left. Okay. One more time. One more time. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bring America, it. this is this is it. We we got to dig in here. We have to. We don't have a choice. If you put a fucking mask back on your face, you realize what this is, right? This is to confirm that their power still exists. Mm -hmm. If all of us don't put masks on their face, guess what they do? Shit. Because they know what's coming next. They sure do. My point is this, America, this is not the time to sit back on your laurels, try to pretend like, oh, Robert's good rules of order still apply. They don't. Fuck them. Fuck them. Now is the time we stand up. Now is the time we take our country back. Now is the time. We can't wait. We wait any longer. Might as well just say, fuck it. Just give it to them. Well, here's our friend, Sasha. Um, I was alluding to this a, a few minutes ago about what they're about to do. Here you go. I've seen the, the speed with which they just said, oh, and now we're going to put it in, into the food supply. Or, you know, recently the, the, the bivalent boosters, for example, were approved based on eight mice. Right. Right. I mean, the, the, the insanity of what I just said, you don't need to any other conspiracy theories to come through to just understand this. You know, if, if I told you five years ago that there's going to be an injected product forced on every man, woman and child in the United States, which was approved based on eight mice data, do you think that I'm nuts? That, well, yeah, and, and I would think that I'm nuts at that time. But this is the reality. This is what happened. And then they just by diktat. They decided to, oh, now we're going to inject all cattle with this stuff. 
There was no studies, nothing was tested. You know, they tested it on mice, but they're going to put it in cows. I don't actually know the state of deployment, but maybe you can explain that well, to so me. Well, they're, so yeah. they're basically going, uh, putting a bunch of money uh, in front of, you know, cattlemen associations, agricultural uh, associations, and they're saying, well, no, now we're going to convert all the, um, either, either convert the previous cattle vaccines or just, you know, new, new mRNA shots for cattle. For what reason? What, 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 is the, what is the emergency with cattle? Is there a pandemic of cows of some sort that we, we haven't heard of? You know, why all of a sudden they need to be injected with mRNA? And, and so somebody needs to answer that. I don't know the answer to this. So, but this, is, this has begun or it's, yes, it's they're, planned? They're, yeah. they're, they're, um, there have been news reports that uh, uh, at least some of the, you know, so there, there were going to be some uh, associations that are going to be uh, forcing, you know, cattlemen associations are going to be forcing this into the, into the participants. Under their membership. Membership, yeah. 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 And that this is going to be regulated, that the, the cattle vaccines are supposed to be now mRNA for some reason. Uh, hey, really quick. Uh, one of you guys, one of you nutty ones out there that are quick to grab onto the shit, look it up. I think I want to say the name of it was in Marsh. It's Marshwood Farms in Iowa. It's either in Iowa or Idaho. I don't remember which. I saw it this morning. It was a blurb on the bottom of the screen. I'm trying to remember for the life of me. Anyway, they had this uh, big dust up. Apparently, the cops came onto the property to try to, or they tried bringing the cows uh, vaccines. They were going to vaccinate this dude's complete fucking ranch. And they had warned him this, that, and the other thing he produces meat for uh, I, I, shit, man. I wish my memory was better because I saw it this morning. It was a blurb and I was reading it and I was thinking to myself, what the fuck is going on in Iowa and Idaho that they're just letting this happen. But apparently this dude stood up. He said, no, no, you're not going to vaccinate my cattle. And they tried to come on his property and he fired two fucking rounds at him. And uh, they basically, no shit, shit or get off the pot. They got back in their cars and left. Good. Because he was like, no, you're not coming on my property to vaccinate my cows. Because he wouldn't let them bully him. Exactly. He was like, no, you can't do this. It doesn't matter whether I produce food for whoever. It is immaterial. You cannot do it without my consent. You know, it, it, that's reminiscent of, we have some, uh, friends of friends, some acquaintances that they're up, uh, by Athens and they had 30,000 birds, chickens, and a chicken in a nearby farm supposedly came down with the bird flu and they whacked their whole flock. They took their entire flock and not just the chickens. They whacked the entire, everything. Everything. The they, roosters, the whole bit. I mean, and the ducks, the turkeys, yep. the guineas, literally. Anything that every, was foul was dead. Every bird on the property. Um, I think they were they were only allowed to keep their, their horses and um, they had a couple cows and that's it. And, and they just let them come in and do it. I was like, fuck you. And I mean, she was devastated. She cried for months. Because they just built their entire their flock and they just got their business running and they had a huge facility yeah. too. And they just let them come in and do it. And I all I'm look, I'm I just I'm, said fuck you. I'm I'm not 
the guy, all I'm saying is that the guy that I heard about this morning on the news, he stood up for himself and I support that. And I could care less what is, you have to understand where I'm coming from when I say I support that. I could care less if he's a fucking liberal. The point is, is in America, it is illegal for you, the government, to walk on somebody else's land and say, I'm going to do something to your cattle without their permission. Yep. No, fuck you. Yeah. That's where we say no bear. This is where we've got to start drawing the lines. If we don't start drawing lines here, we are fucking ourselves. We are literally fucking sticking our ass up in the air and throwing some fucking Vaseline in there saying, well, you might as well come and fuck me because I just asked for it. Yep. Good luck coming here. I'll stick Seamus on him. Actually, I'll stick Annie on him. Anyway, we'll let Sasha keep going here. She's almost done. And also they're, um, they're going to convert um, traditional vaccines for humans, traditional childhood vaccines and vaccines for other like flu and um, RSV and uh, some other indications also convert them into mRNA. And that's published in, in peer reviewed journals. So these plans that, you know, we're, we're working on all these COVID vaccines, you know, next we're converting all these vaccines into mRNA platforms. Mind you, that peer-reviewed paper was from 2021. That's when they started converting childhood traditional vaccines into mRNA vaccines. Look, look, two years ago. No, there, Leo, there isn't. Uh, these, this guy did not, and all of everybody in the town. Don't get me wrong; there was not a farmer out there that was even capitulating any part of this. They even there were more farmers that stood up because of him. So that that is convincing. That is good stuff. What scares me is that the government is doing this right now and you all have no idea. You're when you go to the grocery store, unless you go to somebody like Leo or you go down to uh uh who else down there has got meat in Texas? Unless you yeah, go to Jaquando Master. Jaquando Master, unless you go down there to Texas and you actually pick it up from these people. You have no idea what is happening to that meat ahead of time. You have no idea the way it's being raised, the way it's being treated, whether it's being vaccinated with who the fuck knows today. Yep. You have no idea unless you go to the source. That is fucking sad. That is. I, I don't think there's a new low for this country. I really don't. I don't know if we can hit a new low. Well, here, Pee Wee Herman died. Yeah, I know. The actor Paul Rubens, better known to fans as Pee Wee Herman, has passed away. The 70-year-old died last night after battling cancer for years. Rubens entertained generations, most notably as Pee Wee, both in film and on TV. In a statement posted to social media, the actor apologized for not going public with what he's faced the last six years. And he said he always felt a huge amount of love from fans and enjoyed making art. We have more breaking news yeah. this morning. Actor oh, I'd Paul say. Rubens, better known. Oh. Um, Jesus battling cancer for six years. Wonder if he, he's got to be jabbed. What do you think? Yeah, no, he was totally a pedo. It, it's not really a, is it a great loss? I mean, not really, not really. Was he a pedo? I don't know. 
Um, he literally got. Is he on the list? I mean, he was accused of it. I think he was accused of it, but he was never proven. Well, and what he was accused of was jerking off in a fucking movie theater watching a dirty movie. Okay, so who doesn't do that? Oh, that's. You, I don't do that. Well, that's on you. I don't go to movie theaters to watch dirty movies. Well, back in the day, that's the only place you used to be able to do it. I mean, didn't they have the back room at Blockbuster? This is before the blockbuster backroom times. Man. This is before that, babe. Sad. How come my alarm didn't go off? I don't know. Oh, because my phone's dead. Oh. Well, <laughs> you, now you're going to start two now windows. I'm going to start two windows, but that's okay. Not until my phone wakes up. Then I'll know my phone's alive again. But it is that time. It is. So, uh, hmm. hey, babe. Yeah. You want to get high? Absolutely. All right. Let's do it. It's about that time. So if you got it, you can smoke it legally or illegally. Whatever. As long as you're not going to get piss tested. I'm not forcing anybody to do anything I wouldn't do. I'm just doing it to do it. So you do it. It's my medicine. Enjoy. Sparky likes to jerk off other folks at dirty movies. That's disgusting. <laughs> Strangers or people you know, Sparky. Makes a difference. That's why they go out. A hundred sailors and come back fifty couples, oh, right? Oh. oh, it was only his dad. That's okay. <laughs> it was only my dad. It was only my dad. As long as it wasn't your mom. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, Sparks. Not my handle. Oh, I like it. Oh, wow. So we are uh, we are dog sitting right now. Y'all have heard about evil bitch dog before. Should have. You've been around for. A if you've been around for a minute, so she's she's with us right now. She needed to go out. I just sent Connor to take her for a walk. And thank you, Hillbilly, for uh, letting us know we had an open mic because the at the beginning of the show when the music was playing, the audio was going through the uh, the laptop instead of the soundboard. So we were talking about Maxi, evil bitch dog. Now I tell you, it used to be that when Max didn't bite anyone or kill anyone, or get into a fight with the other dogs. Now we're just praying she doesn't die. That's literally it. I'm like, please don't die while you're here, Maxi, because Aunt Margaret will never forgive me. It, it's bad. She's she's like blind and deaf, and it's gotten. And she's diabetic, which she's been diabetic for like it's, she's been on insulin for like six years now. No joke. No dogs last that long in insulin, but Margaret's like on it. And uh, yeah, so, you know, she gets two insulin shots a day and she gets an allergy pills and she has allergies. And if she doesn't get her pill, then she gets vertigo and she gets lost because she can't fucking figure out where the fuck she is because she's blind and deaf. And it's getting worse. But like she did try to bite me yesterday. So I was like, oh, you still got some maxi in you. The dogs just needs to uh, smoke some weed, really. It's really what ha needs to happen. She keeps coming to the studio, probably because it smells like weed in here. So She needs to smoke some weed. Seriously, she was hanging out in here all night after the show yesterday. But she's been hanging out in Liam's room, which, like, Liam's like her arch nemesis. So that's right there. I was like, please don't die, Maxie. So, but she just can't hang out with the big dogs. Because she's too old, and they're like, um, yeah, she might have jab-induced ailments. Same thing happened to my cousin's dog. She ended up with a, uh, um, 
my cousin's German Shepherd had a, a very rare bloodborne disease about four or five months after he got his last jab. And I told him that and uh, he didn't talk to me for a few months. Anyway, um, that happens. So, and it's weird because uh, we know. The FBI knocks on your door. What do we tell him? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nope. <laughs> Give him the nah, bear. We, we know that... Um, 90% of uh, that side of the family is... They're all jabbed. They're all jabbed. So it's a rough one. It's a... Except for one uncle. It's hard to talk. And my mother. It's hard to talk to that side of the family. Very difficult. And um, I don't know about... I don't know about my my oldest cousin. Who? Rob. Rob is. Is he? Yeah. Diane I too? I asked both of them. Fucking A. That's too bad. Um... Rob had to because of his job. Diane had to because of the school. Mm, of course. She volunteers at the school. Yep. So she's she a speech therapist. Yep. Get... That sucks. Anyway. Um, when I asked her, she was like, yeah, I got jabbed. I was like, oh. and she was like, yeah, I already know. That's yeah. And she's already felt it. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's already, uh, she's already gone through menopause. Well, I mean, she is. No. 55. No. She's 53. And okay. no. No, that's early. That that's early. Way, that way early. early. Yeah, that is that's way pretty early. early. Yeah, yeah, and she looks like she's thirty. So yeah. that's why I wasn't sure. She's always she's looked the yeah. same since I met her. She's never changed. Mm -mm. I, I don't think the woman has ever nope. changed. Not I, a she's the only woman. She's I've the ever met nicest person in the world with too. dark hair that has no gray and she doesn't color her hair. And and get this, this is the this is the worst part about it. She's a liberal with Republican intentions. She thinks she's a liberal. Like my literally, she she believes she is, but she's not. But everything she says is everything she says has got a Republican backing to it. And I've told her that I said, you know, you want to argue with me and tell me that you're not a liberal and, and say that you're not a liberal or say that you are a liberal. I said, but you're not. And she said, what are you talking about? And I went into this whole diatribe of everything she had told me about herself. And at the end of the day, she was like. Well, you might be right, but I'm still a liberal. I vote Democrat. I was like, well, that's on you, but realize that it's at odds with what you believe. And that's, you know, that's the, that's, that's the tenant that's issue the problem. That is the tenant issue. People vote based on a letter rather than based on their beliefs. Correct. And that is a tenant issue. That's why I bring it up because look, when it, when it, when you get to the voter box, right? Listen, I'm right in the middle. I'm a constitutionalist. All right. So none of my party candidates are ever there. Are we ever going to get to the voter box again? Um, but when I get to the voter box, there are none of my candidates there. So when I look at the ticket, what I look at is past El, El numero uno of past performance. Okay. That is first and foremost. Second, I look for the party that is the closest to the Constitution. The party right now that is the closest to the Constitution, unfortunately, is, the, well, unfortunately or not unfortunately, it's the Republicans. They have the majority. Now, is that a constitutionalist perspective? No, it is a Republican perspective on the U.S. Constitution. Is that a bad thing? No, because a lot of the shit that they believe in, I too believe in. 
However, where we differ is when it comes down to the basics of that same thing, meaning you can't censure liberals just for having a liberal perspective. You can't stop them from speaking just because you don't agree. And everybody says, well, they don't do that. But they do. Go back. Go back to 1996. I'm sorry, 1997. When we got control of the House again. How many liberals were censured in the House when Republicans took charge of the House again? No idea. 34. 34 liberals were censured on the floor because they believe something different than the Republicans did. So we can't turn this. My point about being in the middle is I love being there. It's in the middle of everything because I see the constitution. That's all I see. This is the middle of the road. The constitution told us what to do about it. Why can't Americans just follow fucking directions? We had directions that were handed to us in our constitution and said, run your country like this. Babe, we had directions that were handed to us in a Bible that said, run your life like this. And people can't fucking follow that. No shit. And that's all over the world. So that's not just America for thousands of years, not just 200. Good point. Hold on. Cause it's free will. People say, fuck you. I'm going to do what I want and I'll play the rest game. of you. Yeah, no, that's the point though. Yep. It's called freedom. If you forget what freedom is, go outside in your front lawn, drop your shorts and throw your shirt off and scream. Fuck you to everybody and see what happens. You're going to get somebody that yells back across your yard and says, Hey, you fat fuck, put your clothes back on. <laughs> Actually, I'll probably get someone yelling from down the street. Hey, can you make me another loaf of bread? Leave it on the porch and I'll bring you five bucks. <laughs> I'm just saying, but that's freedom. Yep. That is freedom. We, we pretend that we own our property here, but what do we really own folks? Nada. You own a bank note. How are you free to a bank note? That is not what our forefathers saw in this land. That is not because they thought a one time tax was too much. Even if you pay off your house, you pay off your mortgage, you own it free and clear. Guess what? You still have to pay taxes on it every year. They they, they really did. No, I'm dead serious. Mm -hmm. Our forefathers thought a one time tax on your property was too much. Mm -hmm. When did we become this country that it was okay to tax us year after year until our nuts fall off? They tax you on the money that you make, on the money that you spend, on the money that you earn, on every little bit. They tax all money going in and out because they don't think you actually have any money. They think all money is theirs. I'm going to let you use it. I am going to bring up a point that I have thought very long and hard about. But this is, I think, an argument to be made now. We have finally reached the level of taxation without representation. We are being taxed out the wazoo for everything. And it's not on our accord. It's not on what we're doing. It's not on what we're spending. 
It's on what our lawmakers are spending, what our government has been spending. It's on Ukraine. We are no longer being fully represented in the House of Commons in the United States of America. And yes, it would be the House of Commons or representatives. We are no longer being represented as a people. This is an issue in this country. Mm -hmm. This is something that must be dealt with forthwith and at a hurried pace because this country can no longer narrowly keep skating in between the boundaries of constitutionality and unconstitutionality. And we've seen both sides and you can't make an argument to me and say that we have it. We've seen it on both sides of the aisle, both left and right. It's, this is a bipartisan issue, if you will. This is so simple. It is an easy fix, but nobody wants to do it because what it does do is it draws black and white lines directly in the sand. And it tells you where your right and left boundaries are. But if we went back to the constitution, if we followed it to the letter, instead of adding all the other bullshit that we've done, we would fix 90% of our problems. Mm -hmm. And oh, by the way, those dirty politicians, they wouldn't exist anymore because they would know there's no business in it. Mm -hmm. There are some clean politicians out there doing the right thing. You have them everywhere. Not really. Remember guilt by association? It's a thing. It is. After you've been there and you haven't done anything, I'm sorry, it's guilt by association at that point. Because mm -hmm. then you're just collecting a paycheck, not doing your job. It's like, okay, you have a basket of fruit. Okay? You know how this goes. You have a basket of fruit and right in the middle, one piece of fruit starts to rot. That rot spreads. If you don't remove it real quick and wash all the other fruit, that rot spreads through that whole bowl super fast. Then all you got is rotten fruit and a bunch of fruit flies feasting on the carcass of America. That's where we're at. Mm -hmm. We have to do something. We cannot sit idly by anymore and watch our country be burnt down around us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, they want to institute a draft. Yeah, they want to do that too. Yep. They want to, no, no, we don't, PQuest, no, we don't draft. I, everybody that comes to this is volunteer. This is a volunteer movement and that's it. That's what it was originally. That That's what it has to be again. Patriots will take charge of this. Will it be in our lifetime? Shit, I hope so, because I think we're the last generation with the balls to do it. Something's got to be done. The hard times, hard man narrative no longer works. We are now at the point of doing nothing is compliance. And our, our organizations are so, so corrupt that the DOJ actively tried to obstruct justice yesterday and they got called out on it by Congress. Yeah. They tried to arrest Devin Archer yesterday. Yeah. Here, let me play this one. That's literally what happened prior to what happened this morning. Fucking ridiculous. 
investigation. But first, let me get to this breaking news. I have in my hand a letter from the Department of Justice that was sent to the Southern District of New York on Saturday. Uh, by the way, Devin Archer is testifying on Monday. Do you ever see, do you usually see the DOJ send letters like this out on a Saturday? Never, never. This is the first time I've ever heard of the Department of Justice doing anything on a Saturday. So what is this letter? Can you walk us through it? Uh, the government is uh, apprising the court of the status of Devin Archer's appeal of his judgment of conviction, and they request that the court set a surrender date for the defendant to report to a facility. Uh, please walk us through what this right. letter says. Yeah, the letter from the Department of Justice is uh, trying to nudge the judge to go ahead and uh, sentence Devin Archer. Uh, for uh, something unrelated to what we're going to be talking to him about tomorrow. Uh, it's odd that it was issued on a Saturday, and it's odd that it's right before he's scheduled to come in to uh, have an opportunity to speak in front of the House Oversight Committee and tell the American people the truth about what really went on with Burisma. So, you know, I don't know if this is a coincidence, Maria, or if this is another example of the weaponization of the Department of Justice, but I can tell you this. The lengths to which the Biden legal team has gone to try to intimidate our witnesses, to coordinate with the Department of Justice, and to certainly coordinate with the Democrats on the House Oversight Committee to encourage people not to cooperate with our investigation, to encourage banks not to turn over bank records, to encourage Treasury not to let us have access to those suspicious activity reports. It's very troubling, and I believe that uh, you know, this is another violation of the law. This is obstruction of justice. But nevertheless, we're going to continue to... I want to ask you about your investigation, but first, let me get to this breaking... ask you about your investigation. Yeah, and... They're going to continue to do nothing except talk. They're going to talk. We'll see. Hopefully... We get to the end of it, and I don't know when that's going to be, but hopefully we get So, there. supposedly we get the transcript in a couple of days yes. from uh, Devin Archer's testimony today. When that comes out, that's going to be the hottest shit ever. Mm -hmm. Telling you right now, uh, when that hits, because it, it will be an official government file at that point, um, there'll be a lot of people asking Joe Biden a lot of questions. Well, here's one right now asking some questions. We'll see. Me now is former U.S. attorney and prosecutor Guy Lewis. And Guy, thank you for being here this morning. I think that's the big question mark. You know, I, I, I call this by the DOJ kind of a cleanup on aisle five last night uh, to try to course correct, it seems. But I think the, the original question still stands. Were they trying to intimidate Devin Archer ahead of today? Of course they were. It's laughable to come out and say, oh, we sent you a letter on Saturday. Oh, by the way, God bless the post office, but they're about the only government agency that I know that would do, so, you know, that works on Saturday. The Department of Justice sends out a letter on Saturday saying, um, Judge, you need to send the guy to jail when he's supposed to, to testify, testify in front of a committee. Testify, testify in front of a committee. Ye okay, come on. Fucking A. He was about to testify in front of a committee here, a grand, a, not a grand jury, but a, an official congressional committee hearing. Yep. Like where you can be subpoenaed yep. to testify. You don't have a choice. Yep. And you mean to tell me they just did this by accident? Get the, you know, 
Holy fucking shit. I've heard some whoppers in my day, but. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. That's amazing. I can't tell you what a piece of fucking shit you are. I Thank you, Justin. Because I can't tell you what a piece of fucking shit you are. They're so panicked, though. Dude, they're they are they are more scared than a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Mm -hmm. All right, listen. And ABC's Jay O'Brien in Washington for more. Jay, Republicans say Archer is a critical part of their investigation. Why? Yeah, and, and Diane, just as we were sitting down here to talk to you, we got word that Devin Archer is inside that room in the Capitol for that deposition with the House Oversight Committee. He arrived not long ago. House Republicans say that he is a close business associate of Hunter Biden's, the president's son, and he's part of their investigation into Hunter Biden's business dealings. We know that House Republicans have consistently tried to tie Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings with then Vice President Joe Biden and say that their finances are linked, but we haven't seen any concrete evidence so far. House Republicans have not presented that. There is Archer, by the way, walking into that room in the Capitol. But we also know that House Republicans, in seeking to interview Archer, said, quote, that he met with then Vice President Biden on multiple occasions, including in the White House. We know from reports about visitors' logs that that meeting in the White House was for a holiday reception, but also, it obvious that Hunter that House Republicans are trying to use Archer to attempt to link Hunter Biden's finances with then Vice President Biden's. So are congressional investigators accusing the president of any wrongdoing here or presenting any evidence that indicates that? Well, that's the thing. We haven't seen them present evidence that links, again, Hunter Biden's finances to then Vice President, now President Biden's finances. The other thing we see House Republicans attempting to delve into here are what they call a two-tiered system of justice. The accusation they make is that Hunter Biden, in that investigation being conducted by that U.S. attorney in Delaware, was getting preferential sweetheart treatment from vice from President Biden's Department of Justice. That's something that 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 U.S. attorney has denied. That obviously the White House and the Department of Justice have long denied as well. And we've seen Speaker McCarthy already say that if the White House doesn't cooperate with House investigations into not just finances but into the investigation itself, that would lead the Speaker says to an impeachment inquiry. So clearly Republicans circling in the water, attempting to look for some evidence of either impropriety in the investigation or financial linkage between Hunter and President Biden. We just haven't seen them come forward with hard evidence on that yet. Uh, I'm All right, Jay O'Brien on Capitol Hill. Jay, thank you. Have um, bank records, oh anyone? How about the WhatsApp text messages? Um, How about the fucking $10 million that we can prove right now went to Hunter Biden Associates? Mm -hmm. Let's just start there. Including Joe. Let's just start with the fact that the motherfucker made over $664,000 with Marisma. And now we know that we were promoting a brand name in Marisma. Well, we haven't gotten to that yet. Hold on. Let's let's. Let's, uh, let's listen to this one. Chuck Todd. Dude, they're so freaking the fuck out. Did he put it as depends on upset down to this morning? I think it would behoove the president for him to come out and say, hey, I had no business dealings with my son. My son's issues are my son's issues. Do you think he needs to say that more directly? Because there's a lot of people that believe something 
something else would happen. Here. Well, let's be clear about that point, Chuck. There's been a five-year investigation, five years, by a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney. Um, this investigation started during the Trump administration, and they've come forward with not one shred of evidence um, tying President Biden to any of this. Let me ask you this. Do you think it would behoove the president? That's just what they keep saying. You know, you know what that was for? Not one. No, no, no. Stop, 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 stop. You know what that was for? Hmm. Do you know what that whole clip right there was for? Hmm. That is that all that is is word salad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you know what they're going to do? And it's gonna, they're going to turn it around and make Chuck Todd look like superhero like he called this. Watch. They are holding this as negative press for the up and coming relinquishment of the presidency by Joe Biden. Watch. He's going to resign, folks. No. Here you go. You want some evidence? Or my brother or anyone else, anything having to do with their businesses, period. I did anything wrong. And uh, I didn't realize he was on the board till after was after he had been on the board. And at the same time, he has come forward and said it was a mistake on his part to be on the board. I don't know what he was doing. I know he was on the board. I found out he was on the board after he was on the board, and that was it. The fact is, I was unaware of his investments until those occurred, and I've never discussed what my son's business with him because I didn't want any conflict. I don't discuss business with my son. I didn't know that was the case. I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business. I've never discussed my business or their business, my sons or daughters, and I've never discussed them. Never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else. Because you don't have any daughters, Joe. Well, yeah, he does. What? How many? He has one. Does he? Yeah, the one that um, would take showers late at night because she was afraid that he was going to come and shower oh, thought, with her. For some reason. No, I that's his daughter. She was a niece or something. No, that's his daughter. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. I, I thought he just had a hundred. No, a Ashley Biden. That's, uh, uh, yeah. That woman's got a... I, I read her whole diary. That that's that woman's she's, fucked up in the head, hardcore. She's got some issues. Serious, whoop, whoop. serious issues. Serious issues. Daughter from the diary. Yes, it is. Yep. Yes, it is. Anon. Good to see you again, my friend. Been gone for a bit. Good to see you back. Here you go. Here's some more. More. This is intriguing yeah. to our viewers at home. Archer tells the House investigators that Hunter Biden put then VP Biden on a speakerphone more than 20 times to sell, quote, the brand in parentheses in business conversations. And Chad goes on to say that Archer testified that there was a value of adding Hunter Biden to Burisma's board, uh, was the brand. Burisma is the energy company out of Ukraine. Uh, the argument was that then Vice President Joe Biden brought the most value to the brand. There's that phrase yet again. Archer also stated that Burisma would have gone under if not for the brand. Wow. In December of 2015, the owner of Burisma, a gentleman, the CEO who ran the company, placed constant pressure on Hunter Biden to get help from uh, Washington, D.C. regarding the Ukrainian prosecutor, Victor Shokin. To tie this all together now, this energy company, Jillian, wanted to do business in America. There was even a suggestion through the story that they wanted to be listed on the New York Stock Exchange. But they could only do it if they got away from the investigation that was pending back in Ukraine. 
And this is the theory that Republicans have now is that they had to draw Hunter Biden into it. They had to bring then Vice President Joe Biden into it to help get the prosecutor taken out of his job that would clear the runway, so to speak, in order for Burisma to have greater success in the business community, not just in Ukraine, but specifically here in the United States. This, alien, this is intriguing to our viewers at home. So, so, so let me, first of all, tonight, I wanted to call this episode, I told you so. I really did. But then I felt bad because I don't, I, it's not you guys. It's not you guys I was telling this to. I was telling this to all the motherfuckers that don't believe us. All the people, all the skeptics that want to bring questions. Oh, you're just conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Yep. Okay, fine. We yep. are. Absolutely. We wear that title. We own it. Because you know what? Guess what? We've still been more right than your motherfucking people have been. Number one. Number two. When it comes to this shit with Barisma, you already know about this. I already explained all of this to you. I already told you all of this was going to happen just like it's happening right now. You know what they're doing? They're catching up to you. Mm -hmm. That's fucking sad. Like they are literally catching up to where you're at. That's where you are. These fuck sticks are so far in the background. It ain't even funny. It ain't even funny. This is all brand new to them. They have never heard any of this shit. Or if they did, they just weren't allowed to believe it. Mm -hmm. Now they're allowed to believe it. Now it's the hottest game in town. However, we've been talking about this for fucking, what, two, three years now. Yeah, but let him keep going with his wonderment. Home. Archer tells the House investigators that Hunter Biden put then VP Biden on a speakerphone more than 20 times to sell, quote, the brand in parentheses in business conversations. And Chad goes on to say that Archer testified that there was a value of adding Hunter Biden to Burisma's board uh, was the brand. Burisma is the energy company out of Ukraine. Uh, the argument was that then Vice President Joe Biden brought the most value to the brand. There's that phrase yet again. Archer also stated that Burisma would have gone under if not for the brand. Wow. In December of 2015, the owner of Burisma, a gentleman, the CEO who ran the company, placed constant pressure on Hunter Biden to get help from uh, Washington, D.C. regarding the Ukrainian prosecutor, Victor Shokin. To tie this all together now, this energy company, Jillian, wanted to do business in America. There was even a suggestion through the story that they wanted to be listed on the New York Stock Exchange. But they could only do it if they got away from the investigation that was pending back in Ukraine. And this is the theory that Republicans have now is that they had to draw Hunter Biden into it. They had to bring then Vice President Joe Biden into it we've to help heard, get the prosecutor taken out of his job. Of we already heard all of this. We know all of this. No, no, no. I mean, oh. you've already played this whole clip. Oh, it started over again? Yeah. Uh, weird. You just let it go okay we've already heard all of this this is nothing new mm -hmm. my my point is still it, it's really simple 
this is new to them because now they're allowed to react to it. Do you see how the news works? Yeah. If you're not in uh, on political news, i.e. if you're not one of those people that talk correctly and you don't cuss and, and you just use nice and preppy words and you're always in your ties and you're sitting there with your nice shirts and your, your jackets on and you say, yes, ma'am and no, sir. If you do that, you're on the ends with them. You get a script. Okay, now we can talk about this. Actually, a non-Lone Ranger, I, was, I wasn't paying attention because I was laughing my ass off at your comment over here. So Peter asked, my liberal friend uh, said Giuliani admitted in court that he lied. Is that true? Uh, and a, a non-Lone Ranger said, yes, Peter, it is true. Rudy said he was hung like a squirrel. <laughs> and Sparky's hung like a horse, a seahorse. It's still a horse. Oh my God, you guys are hysterical. Um, so my apologies. And non distracted. And non said I saw the I video. It. However, um, I will say I don't trust Rudy Giuliani as far as I can throw him. And as strong as I am, I don't think I could throw him very far. Um, because y'all know that he was a lawyer for big pharma during the whole um oxycotton epidemic and and literally like tried to push that shit on millions of Americans. So I I don't trust Rudy either. Um they're, they're all the same. It, two wings of the same bird. Thinking with the same brain. But here, here's this. Um, I, I've been seeing a lot of this guy lately, this Dan Goodman character. He's been speaking up, you know, he used to be kind of a backbencher, but now he's been, he's been trying to like take some attention from the Democrat side. So he's been like making the rounds of the talk shows and he's been given little press conferences. So maybe he's the next, maybe he's the next bump they're, for, they're uh, trying to groom him. And he's like, he's, He's very uh, nondescript. Okay. So Robert F. Kennedy. Sort like of. he's not super handsome, but he's not fugly either. You know, he's, he's kind of a douche, but not any more than anyone else. Um, he's a uh, middle of the road douche. I kind of, I mean, he's a Democrat. So, you know, he's a douche. He's a it douche, but you know, that um, but He's uh, and and he plays the game, but he's he's been getting quite a bit of airtime lately, um, mm -mm. and it it makes me curious. Where's he from? Um, you say he's a five. congressman. Yeah, uh, Dan Goodman. Hold on. Here he is. Never talked to any of Hunter Biden business associates. Clearly, he talked whether about the weather or whatever, but he said specifically that he's never talked to them. Doesn't this contradict me? I, I don't know what his comment is, and if we're gonna, well, I don't, I don't think that's what he said. He never said that he has never spoken to anyone. He said that he had nothing to do with Hunter Biden's business dealings. If he says hello to someone that he sees his son with, well, is he supposed to say, hi, son? Oh, no, I'm not going to say hello to the other people at the table or the other people on the phone. It's kind of a preposterous premise to think that a father should not say hello to people that the son are at dinner with, the son is at dinner with. And that is literally all the evidence is. Because what about the 20 times David Archer claims that he had But they were just talking about the Joe weather. Biden on the phone. But they were just talking about the weather. I mean, when... 20 listen, times listen, they were listen, talking listen, to Joe listen, Biden listen, about listen, the weather. Listen, when, when, you're in a, when you're in a business meeting or when you were working at the Pentagon, right? 
I mean, when you were in a meeting with some, some whatever colonels and generals and whatnot, didn't you just like pick up the phone and call your dad and put him on speakerphone so he could chat with them about the weather? Was I supposed to <laughs> agree to the affirmative with that one oh, or was like, that a negative I mean, one? anybody like, you know, I mean, when I was shit, when I was working in the corporate environment in the hotel and I was, there were plenty of times when I'd have to be in, you know, meetings with when our fucking regional vice president would come in or even the owners of the company would come in and have a town hall. Like, I mean, doesn't everyone hold on, hold on, pick hold up on. the phone and call their parents? Hey, hey, babe. Are you fucking kidding me? Babe, babe, babe. The last time that I dealt with anything like this, let me, it wasn't actually that long ago. And matter of fact, most of you guys remember this because I was pretty charged up about the situation because it was right before we came on live and I'd gone to this job and this gentleman decided to tell me that his boss had told him that he didn't have to pay for the job. Yes. You told okay? the story. It was great. It's a great story. Yeah. You got it. And let me tell you something. I told, I told a buddy of mine that okay. he's been in the hospital for last little bit came back to work finally today and lazy fucker. And, uh, so I was sitting there, I told him what I did and he was just like, dude, holy shit. I wish I was there. It's fucking epic. He's like, I can't wait to hear his like, his like torsion rod just tear apart in the middle of the night. It's going to be so funny. It'll be epic. I said, yes, it will be, you know, anyway. So no, don't No. no, no, no. That doesn't fly. No. Well, let's see what else Not Dan Goodman all. had to had to say to try and um, spin the narrative to cover up for Hunter and Joe. Your phone conversations, they don't seem concerning to you because there was no specifics about business. And it just seemed like it was clear about- that it was clear that, that it was as part of the daily conversations that Hunter Biden had with his father. Um, and it was and and sounds like most of the time uh no 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 stop now president that. biden stop didn't that. even know stop that. who the people he was no, at dinner he was that. just asked stop that he just answered it go back five six seconds six seconds he answers the question right off the bat by saying this is the daily habit i'm uh now president biden didn't even know who the people he was at dinner, he was just asked to say hello. Uh, and he would, you know, talk about the the way he described it several times. They asked over and over and over. He described what the weather was, how conditions that Hunter Biden had with his father. Um, and it was that Hunter Biden had with his father. Well, it was more than six seconds. was part of the daily conversations that hunter biden had with his father so wait a minute um and it was and and sounded like most of the time uh now president biden didn't even know who the people he was at dinner he was just asked to say hello uh and he would you know talk about the the way he described it several times they asked over and over and over he described what the weather was how uh how what's going on on your end he, the the witness was very What's going on very on consistent that none of those conversations ever had to do with any business dealings or transactions. They were purely what he called casual conversations. But so, so daily conversations, daily, every fucking day. You mean to tell me, you fucking retard. You mean to tell me that a day. 
conversation doesn't seem a little bit over the top well, for the vice president of the United States. Hold on, hold on. Because actually, uh, funny you should say that. Seven grandkids, uh, four of them all, five of them old enough to talk on the phone. You know, every day I either text them or call them. Listen. I- Every day I text them or call them. Yeah, now he's finally acknowledging the seventh. Well, let's 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 play that again. I have uh, seven grandkids, uh, four of them all, five of them old enough to talk on the phone. You know, every day I either text them or call them. Every day he texts and recalls. All right. So let me, let me tell you how far out of touch Washington is. Okay. This is how far out of Washington, how, how out of touch Washington is right now. Let me give you a clue. This little podcast, we got maybe 33,854 listeners that tune in every night. Okay. Okay. That's what we have. That's our number. I've been told it'll never go any higher than that. What is it? it? 33,854. Okay. And right now we have figured out that that right there, what you just heard. Okay. That he has seven grandkids. Now they believe at least on the liberal side that the internet does not exist. Oh, yeah. Because they do not believe that this little podcast can go and pull a clip like that and keep repeating it and keep it in the news cycle for the next 365 days as if this motherfucker knows what planet he lives on right now. Mm -hmm. Get the fuck out of here. We can do that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Well, hold on. I've got I've got one more um, evidence of, of Joe for you. We're getting close to the end of the show here, so I want to play this. I wish that he did anything wrong or that I've done anything wrong. Period. He did not do a single thing wrong, as everybody's investigated. But look, uh, there is zero, 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 zero evidence of any assertion being made. You know there's not one single bit of evidence, not one little tiny bit. Is this anything done was wrong? There's not a scintilla of evidence that I did anything wrong. No one has produced one scintilla of evidence that I did anything other than do my job for America. I don't discuss business with my son. Have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas dealings. And I've never discussed what my son's business with him because I didn't want any conflict. Do you stand by your statement that you did not discuss any of your son's overseas business? Yes, I stand by that statement. First of all, I, I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. I've never discussed my business or their business, my sons or daughters, and I've never discussed them. article and this thing on online is going to be printed one time is good i need to clear no one no one's established 
Yep. Minus the fact that it came from Marjorie Taylor Greene. I Green. mean, I'm not a big fan of hers, but she brought no. the receipts. She did? She did. So. Before we get out of here, there's one more thing I want to bring to y'all's attention. Well, we are distracted by all this Biden bullshit and Devin Archer and all, all, the all that. All the muddied waters, right? You know what they found over the weekend? <laughs> this is some craziness. What was supposed to be an empty building used only for storage was home to a black market type of lab testing facility. A mysterious Chinese bio lab discovered in a remote California city. In Reedy, California, in the central San Joaquin Valley. San Joaquin. San Joaquin, whatever, I don't give a fuck. I know, but I do. So San Fine. Joaquin. So uh, your centralvalley.com reports that the discovery was made after a local code enforcement officer noticed a garden hose poking out of the back wall of the building. Public health staff also observed blood, tissue, and other bodily fluid samples and serums and thousands of vials of unlabeled fluids and suspected biological material. Additionally, they found 900 genetically engineered mice engineered to catch and carry COVID-19 living in inhumane conditions that be in mousing conditions. <laughs> okay. 773 of the mice had to be euthanized and officials found another 178 mice already dead. This is an unusual situation. I've been in government for 25 years. That means he's corrupt. I've never seen anything like this, said Reedley City Manager Nicole Zieba. That means she's seen it 33 times. Even county health officials were left in shock. I've never seen this in my 26-year career with the County of Fresno. Also corrupt. Big said Mike! Assistant Director of the Fresno County Department of Health, Joe Prado. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, who probably knew about the lab all the time, tested the substances and detected at least 20 potentially infectious agents, including coronavirus, HIV, hepatitis, and herpes, according to a Health and Human Services letter dated June 6th. Agents also found thousands of package boxes, many with shipping labels from China, and there's a photo included in court documents in California. Yeah. So, a legal Chinese bioagent lab in California. Remember that uh, spread of the virus. You international. Know that, remember that 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 new uh, that new wave that's coming. Where do you think that's coming from? Maybe right from some the heart of California. Bioengineered mice. For fuck's sake. I don't know what other evidence we need to have for America to stand on its own two feet again, but it's about time we grow some balls. How it's about, about time we start fucking stomping skulls? How about Biden's Department of Justice siding with Mexico and mass illegal immigration against Texas and border security? You know how Texas put that um float, that, that big float, float in the middle of the yep. river? Yeah, the the Mexicans cartels otherwise known as the government complained about it and biden doj is telling texas they need to take it down because you know it's stopping the flow of illegal immigration you can't make this shit up what what else what other evidence do you need you really can't you can't make this shit up I, I i can give you i can cite you sources for days mm -hmm. there's open there's closed there's all sorts of shit evil's evil Period. Which side are you going to stand on, good or evil? Because that's what it's come down to. 
it's no longer about blue, white, red, green, yellow. It, it, it's about mm-hmm. who's good and who's evil. Um, Team Way, I saw your chat over here on the pill. I already sent him a message. I said, he'll get back to me. Okay. Um, first, I'd, I would recommend that you uh, speak with Dr. Sherwood over at the um, Functional Medical Clinic in Tulsa. He can send you on the right path, but you need to go, you need to go all pure, all natural, get rid of any processed foods, soda, shit in your diet, um, and do a parasite cleanse. So send us an email, uh, mickvlynn, M-I-C-V-L-Y-N-N at gmail.com. And I will send you uh, names of people, Dr. Diane Kayser for the parasite cleanse and Dr. Sherwood's contact information. And they can both help you kick that type two diabetes, um, all naturally without you having to be on insulin for the rest of your life. Got a good friend going through it right now. Yep. Yep. My best friend actually. And I wouldn't want him to do it unless I knew it worked. And I think it works. Mm -hmm. So, yep. So anyway, anyway, either way, uh, we got to get out of here. Fuckers coming up next, Josh, the red pill project. Um, you can, uh, always check us out back here tomorrow night. Tomorrow's Tuesday. It's an early show. 5.15 5.15 for the pre-show, mm-hmm. 5.30 for the regular show. By the way, you can always check out Miss the lovely Liana, 9.05 tomorrow morning over on the Pilled side and Rumble. Mm-hmm. You can also check out um, Vince over at Morning Coffee. Yes. Vince at Morning Coffee. Coffee with a Q on the Red Pill Project. If you don't want to, uh, if you don't like getting yelled at first thing in the morning. If you do, Actually, then- he comes on, I want to say like 11.30. Yeah, I Eastern think it's about time. halfway through through Lyanna's show and he only does an hour or two. Yeah. I don't remember which either way. We'll be back tomorrow night at five 30. Um, remember it is an early show tomorrow, five 30 early show, Mm -hmm. early, early show. So, uh, five 30 tomorrow. We'll be back. Um, till then, uh, Carrie, you can go to uh, Sherwood.tv slash our Patriot party pod. Yeah. Or just, Go to the PatriotPartyPod.com and click the link from there. Click the link from there. Yep. Best way to do it. You got it. So for the Mick and Dylan, have a great night, fuckers. And Genesepi, it's good to hear that you're back in the garden, girl. Mm-hmm. Get out there and uh, show me some more melons because I love the melons. <laughs> Either way, for the Mick and Dylan, we'll, we'll talk to you fuckers later. Have a great night, fuckers. Thanks for watching, y'all. <laughs>